What's going on, y'all? Cutting from Cutting TV. Um, every time we do this, we're in a new location. So we are reporting live again in ATL, Georgia. We're actually in a conference room. This is this is a nice ass conference room I'm in right now. So if it sounds like a little bit of an echo, or if it sounds like you can hear me twice, I'm in a conference room giving you my podcast episode ten because it's September and it's the fourth quarter. And I can't not give y'all another episode of 82 Seconds with Cuddy because you'll be disappointed. Thank you guys for all uh, tapping in with me. Episode 10, I can't believe we're here. Uh, it's been a long season from January to September. It's been nine months. I've given you 10 episodes. I'm doing pretty high. I'm doing pretty good. The content's going pretty well. Um, back in Atlanta, I've been here for about a week, a week and a half, two weeks. Uh, Atlanta's cool, you know what I'm saying? We did an interview with Vigilante on Jersey Watch that will be coming out after this comes out because this Thursday and it's coming out on Friday. So if you heard this, you should go to Jersey Watch because most likely it'll be out and go watch the Vigilante interview because he's from, well, he's not from Atlanta, Georgia, but he's in Atlanta, Georgia. He's making moves in Atlanta and his story is crazy. So make sure y'all check that out. It's on Jersey Watch. If you're listening after Thursday right now, if you're listening on Thursday, then you're a god because you caught it the first day it came out. Shout out to you. Uh, 82 Seconds with Cuddy, man. My podcast. I'm back again giving y'all advice, giving y'all the moves, and then we're going to talk about the news. Um, I have a couple of news topics I want to talk about today. Tyler Perry is officially a billionaire. If you missed out on that, I'm going to cover that for you. Uh, the NBA playoffs, I give my, you know... Um, what happened with from episode nine because episode nine the playoffs weren't happening and now the players are on and we're in the second round so it's a lot to talk about there and then of course uh school has started and it's virtual now um i know this is going to be a little boring topic but i feel like it's an important topic because is this the new way of the future that's something that has to be asked seeing as it's going on right now. So, welcome to episode 10 of 82 Seconds with Cuddy. We are here live, let's get started. Um, moves with Cuddy, I was at the Atlanta Food Truck Park. Uh, again, I'm post-dating this for myself. We're in a pandemic still, I guess, kinda, sort of, in and out. It's like an in and out thing. It's like people are wearing masks and they're still requiring you to wear a mask, but clubs are opening, bars are opening, salons are opening. So it's a little confusing still. It's all new to us. So moves with Cuddy, the Atlanta food truck park. Uh, I went there for Ooh La La Vegan's debut weekend. Uh, I was able to help out Ooh, Ooh La La Vegan. Shout out to them. If you want to eat vegan and you're in Atlanta or you're anywhere in the country, because they deliver, well they ship. But if you're in Atlanta, then they deliver. So. Either way, whichever, check them out. Ooh La La Vegan, vegan meal prepping, um, based out of Atlanta, Georgia, but shipping across the world. So, or across the country. I guess that makes better sense. Not the world. But if you're in India and you want to place an order, we can try to make that happen. You never know. Anything's possible. Uh, Moves with Cuddy, the Atlanta food truck debut weekend. Um, it was excellent. There was a bunch of vegan companies there. Um, seven Suns and Two Moons. Uh, two Scoops Ice Cream, um, uh, Astro Nut Milk, and then uh, there's one more. They made tacos. Uh, they made carnitas, carnitas tacos. They, they're at the Atlanta Food Truck Park. Make sure you go there. If they got tacos for $4, and that's those are the people I'm talking about. Their name has slipped in my mind, 
and I'm nowhere to be able to grab a business card. So just go to the Atlanta food truck because they're there every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Well, Sunday after Labor Day is what I'm learning. But every Friday and Saturday, they always got the vegan food popping. So definitely go up there. It was an amazing time. It's black owned. I love that. A black owned food truck part giving black owned businesses an opportunity to flourish. That's kind of like a all great combination going on right there. So I'm loving this. Um, they definitely showed a lot of love. Uh, Ooh La La Vegan sold out by 7 o'clock. So if that gives you what type of foot traffic is going on there. We were there at 2. No, yeah, we were there at 2. So that by 7, we still had to be there until 11. So that's in 5 hours. You know what I'm saying? 5 hours sold out. We were supposed to be there for until 10. So that just lets you know how many people are there, how much action is going on there. It's a lot to do. They got DJs, a lot of music. It's dope, man. The Atlanta Food Truck Park, definitely, every time I'm in Atlanta, I definitely want to stop by, at least on the weekends, come, come get some quick bites. So if you're a vegan or you want to eat healthier or you want to learn about eating healthier, go to the Atlanta Food Truck Park on the weekend. If you're in Atlanta, that's the place to be at because from what I'm seeing, there ain't nothing else going on. But there is things going on, but it's too much contact for me, so I'm gonna stay corona free. Um, I wanna talk. I wanna give you guys some advice. Uh, that was the moves with Cuddy, Atlanta Food Truck Park. Shout out to y'all. Y'all are dope. Y'all are amazing. Black-owned food truck park helping black-owned business and minority businesses. It's a whole bunch of love going around with that shit. So make sure you check them out. Ooh la la vegan debut weekend. It was dope. Had an amazing time. Um, advice with Cuddy. So I just finished reading Rich Dad Poor Dad. Uh, I heard the audiobook, but the audiobook is nothing like the book. It's actually nothing like the book. So I read the whole fucking book. And I'm so happy that I did. Um, I'm definitely, it lets me know how I'm moving is right because of how I spend my money. I'm very like, I love spending money on investments, you know, for Cutty TV, getting Cutty TV bigger. Uh, Jersey Watch, if you haven't, Go check out Jersey Watch, man. I've, we put a lot of money into Jersey Watch. It's doing phenomenal. Our YouTube is doing great. Our interviews are going crazy. Uh, so definitely check out Jersey Watch. That thing is going crazy right now. Um, and it's just like investments. So the advice tip that I have for everybody listening, I know small business owners listening to this, independent artists listening to this, and a whole bunch of other people who just love what I be saying and who I be talking to and what I'm about. Um, understanding money is probably the number one way you'll get rich. I'm going to say that one more time. Understanding money is the number one way that you will get rich. Now let that sink in. Not working hard and saving money and putting a little bit aside and then understanding money will make you rich. Um, and taking, and that starts with one, taking risks. Uh, Financial risks are called investments. That's what we call them in the bigger world. What you see as a risk, we see as, well, it's low, we can buy it, make it high, and sell it. That's what I like to do. Um, that's why people go into low-income neighborhoods and they try to buy up all of the apartments and the housing because they know, one, it's cheap, and two, if you're over under it, you can't afford it anyway, so they can buy it under you. Um, so understanding that that can be used in all aspects of life, like all aspects of life. You want to learn how to, how to use your money, make it work for you. So in my aspect, it would be Jersey Watch. A way of making my money work for me is I have a blog. 
So what I would do is I would hire writers and videographers and promotional people who would go out to try to find clients for us and give them a portion of whatever they earn, which I'm hiring for right now. If you're listening to this, I'm actually hiring for all those positions, Jersey Watch. But um, so you get a piece of the pie and I get a piece of the pie and everybody eats. So that's how I made my investment make money for me. Because it's like, okay, now that I have a blog, I can hire a writer, and there's thousands of artists out there that need promotion and need, you know, write-ups and things of that nature. That's a way for an investment to make money. Now, you take that and you use it for your own life. Whether it's cars, you can take a car, you can go to the auction, start going to the auction, start buying cars low, fixing them, and then selling them for the high. You know what I mean? Start... acquiring more assets. I want this to be a thing for the younger generation. Um, That's the number one thing that he kept talking about inside of the book, is you want to build up that asset column before you build up that liability column. Just to break it down for you guys who don't know what I'm talking about right now. Assets, I'm going to make it real simple. I'm going to cuttyify this thing. You know how Ghetto Reese got ghetto-fied? I'm going to cuttyify this thing real quick. Assets, Things that make you money, liability, things that lose you money. So things like buying clothes, buying cars, buying meals, going to fast food, going out every night, those are liabilities to me. Assets would be stocks, real estate, investments, you know, investing inside of your YouTube channel, investing inside of your music, investing, just investing period would be all inside of the asset column. Uh, you know, you know, Forex is going around right now. Uh, it's funny, I was just doing an interview with Vigilante, and he does Forex. That's something that you pay, I think it's like $235 again. Mind you, I don't know, this shit's crazy. You pay like 235 you get in, but you get into a system that helps you make money every month if you add people onto your team. That right there would be considered an investment, because it's going to make you money back that you can spend. So always just... Break it down. When you're spending your money, man, just look at what you're spending your money on. Just spend your money on more assets than liabilities so that in the long run, it can come back to you. All of the money I'm pouring into Jersey Watch and Cuddy TV, I know only helped me in the long run because people will see that we're more professional, we're more built up, we have a reputable brand, um, and that's what's going to make me money. So I don't mind spending my money on my business because it's going to come back to me in tenfolds in the future. So always look at your future moves and how you can manifest them. Don't look at what you can do right now. Don't think because you have $1,000 that you can go out, go get you a new pair of Balenciagas, go get you a nice old iPhone, and then go get you an ounce of weed. That's just not going to work for you. You need to figure out how to make that $1,000 into $2,000. Spend, and then if you want to spend, at least you can spend that $1,000 and then reinvest that $1,000 again to bring back another two. And then the formula goes up from there. So understanding your money is the advice tip that I have for you guys today. I got inspired by Rich Dad Poor Dad. I'm going to tell everybody to go read it. I guess that's why he's the best number one seller, huh? This is what I need done for my podcast. I need everybody to tell everybody to listen to this podcast. Maybe I should drop more gems. That's the way of doing it. Uh, advice with Cuddy. Understanding money. Definitely I want you guys to... Go and look at how you're spending your money, how you're using your money, and if it's working for you. I just want you to understand that people make money by making their money work for them. And you have the same 24 hours as everybody else. 
You have the same 24 hours as Jeff Bezos. You have the same 24 hours as Tyler Perry. You have the same 24 hours as Oprah, Jay-Z, and Master P. It's just how they use their 24 hours is how they get their results. So you can get the same results if you use your 24 hours the same way. Go out and create, go out and fill up that asset column and stop worrying about liabilities and things that are holding you down. That can be people, that can be your spending habits, and that could just be your own habits, period. So make sure you check that if you wanna get rich. That's the advice tip from Cuddy. Make sure you let somebody know Cuddy told you so, cause that's what I do a phone. Episode 10, 82 Seconds with Cuddy. I wanted to make sure that the gem was real good. And I think that understanding money is the best thing I could tell you guys to do because the more that you understand your money, the more your money will work for you and the less that you'll have to work. And that's the ultimate goal to financial freedom is we want our money to work for us. We want to work less and spend more time with our loved ones and then be able to give more opportunities to other people. That's why we do everything that we do. So advice with Cuddy, make sure you write that down. Make sure you run this back, maybe 15, 20 seconds, so you can re-listen to everything that I said so you can catch on if you missed it. Um, let's talk about Tyler Perry being a billionaire now just to give you guys some motivation. News with Cuddy. I got three subjects. Uh, Tyler Perry being a billionaire, self-made billionaire at that. I forgot to add that in. He is a self-made billionaire, and he did it on his own, and it's possible for you to do it too. So, I'm going to tell you how he got his billions. For the ones who don't know, because I had to do my research on it, because um, I'm, you know, chasing to be a billionaire, so I'm like, how do I get this done? And there's ways, and it comes with investments, and it comes with understanding money. So uh, Tyler Perry, one, is a billionaire because he owns everything. If you listen to episode nine, if you haven't, go back and listen to episode nine and understand that ownership is everything. I talked about this in episode nine, advice with Cuddy. Um, Tyler, Tyler Perry owns everything that he does, his media. So he has 22 films, he has two dozen stage plays, and he has over 1,200 televised episodes. So just off of the media alone, He's banking at least $280 million, at least. That's just from what I've read, from what I've seen. That's not the direct numbers. Do not quote me, because I do not know. Um, he also owns, now I don't know if you guys know BT Plus is out. BT app for you know streaming, all that extra stuff is out right now. And thanks to Tyler Perry, because he owns a controlling stake of it. He's the reason why it was created, I'm guessing because he has a controlling stake. So that's another 60 million right there. Um, he also owns a 330 acre studio in Atlanta, Georgia, which we know as Tyler Perry Studios. So that's bringing in at least 300 million a year. So you have to think just his studio alone is bringing in a mass amount of his money. And it's definitely helping out billions of people if you don't. Not billions of people, but he has at least 9,000 employees. So to me, you got to think those 9,000 families that are being fed. So it's at least three people in every family. Comes up to being a bunch of billion, billion people anyway, right? Um, and then his last bit, which I kind of feel like was kind of already known, um, his real estate. You know, he owns a couple of houses. That makes him money. Rental income. I talk about this a lot on my social media. 
real estate is the way to be if you want to invest. If you want to invest, get into real estate, whether you're wholesaling, whether you're selling stuff, or whether you're just an investor buying stuff and then flipping stuff instantly. That's what you need to do. So um, the real estate alone got him some, um, some, some stuff. I don't want to say stuff, but a lot of money. I don't want to sound uneducated, but the real estate definitely um, helped boost his billionaire status. And then, of course, his cash and investments. So just his little investments that he, he has his money tied into a bunch of things. That comes around, ends it all up to come up to be a billionaire. Tyler Perry, oh, earning over $1 billion. So I just broke down for you. So again, he owns everything that he does, his films, his stage plays, his episodes, his studio, Tyler Perry Studios, the biggest studio in Atlanta, Georgia, black owns. He has black people as, as the building names and on the streets. I think that's pretty dope. And then, uh, you know, going out and taking a risk, you know, making that BT plus, like he didn't know where that was gonna go. But he went out there, he put a 60, he put his, I ain't gonna say he put a $60 million investment in, but he put his investment in and got $60 million back. So that alone, taking risks, it came back and worked out good for him. And then uh, real estate, you know, real estate and his smaller investments, those are always gonna come back and help you in the back end. You should definitely be invested inside of real estate or any little type of investments if you plan on being a billionaire or a millionaire or anything wealthy, 100%. So that's my spiel on how Tyler Perry got to be a billionaire. So if you missed that, then there it is. Tyler Perry is officially a billionaire and it's official and those are the hundred ways that he did it. So if he can do it, that means you can do it too. Uh, let's move on to the next subject, y'all. Let's talk about the NBA. Let's talk about something besides money, right? We've been talking about money this whole episode. I just want y'all to get to the understanding of money. That's how you get more of it. Uh, let's talk about the news though. Let's talk about the NBA playoffs. Um, I made a bunch of picks in episode 9. I'm going to say this again. Go listen to episode 9 if you missed it. If you are listening to episode 10, stop listening to episode 10. Go listen to episode 9 and then come on back and listen to episode 10 and continue on from this point. Um, the NBA playoffs has been great. I'm only talking about the series that I've watched in the past couple of days. We're not going to go through the whole playoff series. If you've seen the playoffs and you know who's in it, we're going to talk about the recent uh, people that have advanced. So the Celtics are balling on the Raptors. Um, so here's my thing. I, I already told y'all, the Celtics went to the finals. If you don't believe it, it's not for you to believe. It's for you to see. And I think that the Celtics are showing that there's a lot to see that's going on over there in Boston. So um, this is a quick update though. The Celtics just beat the, uh, the, beat, the Raptors just beat the Celtics by one. So if you're watching this and you've seen game three and you're thinking, oh, well, the Celtics just lost. We get it. They got a little game winner. It was one-on-one, 103. They hit a game winner, they won. It's 2-1. Celtics are still up. There you go, whatever, you got it. But um, the Celtics are balling. Would love to see them go to the next round. Uh, one basketball team that has shocked me, I'll say, is the Bucks. I kind of really expected more out of y'all. Um, they're currently 0-2 against the Miami Heat. Now, is it the Miami Heat came prepared, or did the Milwaukee Pucks think that they were going to sweep the Miami Heat? That's the real question here. Because there's got to be a reason why they're 0-2. Like, 
you got Giannis Antetokounmpo, like, he's going to be named this year's MVP. How are you owing to, to basically Jimmy Butler and Gordon Dragic? Of course there's other people on the team, but come on. Jimmy Butler's been the one ending the games. So what? And you got Andre, you got an MVP on your team? Like, the playoffs have been crazy. Not only that, did y'all watch the Nuggets and the, um, the Nuggets and the Jazz? That's what, that series, mind you, if you go back to episode nine, I remember distinctly telling y'all, don't nobody care about the Jazz and what Nuggets series. Jazz is going to win, blah, 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 who cares? This series went to a game seven. And literally went down to the last game. Shout out to Jamal Murray. So if you didn't know, again, I'm post-dating this for everybody who listens to it. The Nuggets were down 3-1, just like the Cleveland Cavaliers and just like the Golden State Warriors. Came back to beat the Utah Jazz. Like, we never seen that coming. I didn't think the Nuggets had it in them. I... I for sure did not think they was going to come back for 3-1. That's 100%. I, let me just say that right here. I for sure did not think they was going to come back for 3-1. But they did, and they came back, and they balled, and they won. So I guess Jamal Murray, I believe that's his name. We have to put some respect on his name. He did have 50 points in the series, I believe twice. So he definitely earned himself. So I'm going to ask y'all this. Which series was better? OKC and the Rockets? Or... The Denver Nuggets and the Utah Jazz both went to a game seven. Me, personally, I want to go with the Rockets only because Westbrook came from OKC and they were playing them in the playoffs. That's the only reason why I'll go with them. Like, that was just a popping series that we all wanted to watch. Like, I definitely expected it not to go to a game seven. I expected Westbrook to come out and drop like 50 every game, but he didn't do that. I don't know why he did it, but whatever, for any reason why he didn't. Um, the Rockets still won. They still got to play the Lakers. Are they going to beat the Lakers? Lord knows. Trust me, Lord knows. <laughs> we don't know. But um, I definitely did not expect that to go to a game seven. So if I had to pick a game seven series, y'all, Sorry, I'm going with the Rockets. And I know the Nuggets, and the, they have 50 points. One game, both of them had 50 points. I just, let's be honest. They wasn't going to the finals, bro. Come on, bro. They're not going. Even if, even if the Nuggets make it past the second round, are they going to beat the Lakers? Seriously. Are y'all really going to beat the Lakers? Are y'all going to beat LeBron James and Anthony Davis? I just don't see that coming out. So, uh, the NBA playoffs has been crazy. That's a little update for y'all. If y'all haven't been updated with the NBA playoffs, you just got an update. And now we're on round two. So, episode 11, I'll probably have the updates. Because round one has been crazy. Absolutely crazy. So, that's the NBA playoffs. Again, if you missed it, that's the recap for it. Now, we're going to move on. Uh, school is virtual now. And this is leading me to a question of, is this the way we want school to be? Is this going to be the new wave? How do you guys feel about this? So there's pros and cons to the situation. Um, pros is for kids, you're at home all day. So that's cool. Um, the cons is for the parents, the kids are home all day. Y'all just don't go anywhere no more like there's no more free time not at all like homeschooling is a thing for everybody in the world right now and parents are losing their minds 
Um, I want to know, because we're not just talking about school. School just happens to be starting. You know, it's September. Shout out to the younger generation. Uh, stay in school. Definitely kick ass in school. Like, don't give that one bit. Like, go in there, get straight A's or honor roll at least, and just do your best and graduate high school and graduate school. Um, my thing is, do y'all think that the virtual thing is going to start picking up? Like, they're starting it with school. Are they going to start doing it? Because you know they're not bringing back concerts until 2021. Are they going to start doing it with concerts? Uh, are they going to start doing it with the NBA? The NBA is crazy. I've been watching the NBA. I personally think the NBA is better now. It sounds crazy, right? But I think now players can't. I don't want to hear that. Well, the crowd did this. The fan distracted me. You're literally in a, bas you're in a room now playing with nothing but basketball players and the coaches. And the people are on the wall. They're not even really there. So... No one's distracting you. There's no more, like, I think it eliminates a lot of things and then it causes a lot of things. Um, but I definitely think there's a plus. Um, anybody can go to school if you have internet connection. And most people hopefully will start showing up to school because they don't have to go to school. Uh, that's a pro that we're going for. Um, I think the big kind of it is you kind of take away interaction. That's my only thing that I don't like about it. Um, I want my kids to interact with other kids. I want them to go through experiences that's going to teach them. I feel like you can only do oh so much virtual and teach oh so much through a computer screen and Zoom. So there's pros and cons to it. Me thinking about my business, I'm thinking, do I really want to deal with virtual events? You know, I mean, again, there's pros and cons to it. More people can watch. Cons is, it's not like it used to be. But we have to definitely adapt change. Change is coming, change is here. So I want to know what y'all think about the change. It's a big drastic change, you know. For all of the parents, y'all kids are just home now. And y'all can't tell them to leave. So that's a big drastic change. And then for the kids, I want to know how do you like the virtual school? This is literally the first time this has ever been done. You know what I'm saying? Like. We thought the in-school suspension was something new. Like, wow, you're going to suspend this inside of school? I never even knew that was possible. Now, people are literally doing their schoolwork from home. Like, doing full-blown school days from home, from their laptop. So, it's history-breaking. I definitely wanted to bring it up because we don't know when it's going to end. And I'm just glad that it started because now we know the difference. And now we're able to compare the two. Like... Do we want more kids in school or do we want more kids virtual? Will it slow down on bullying or will it pick up on bullying? Well, there's just a bunch of questions that can be answered that we're not going to put in this podcast because that's not the topic of this podcast. I just wanted to bring it up because there's something that's going on in the world. The world is changing and everything is virtual now. So I just want to know how y'all are feeling about all of this. Um, you know, the hustle is going to adapt to change and then the worker is going to complain about it. Whatever, whatever it may be, that's how it is. Um, I just want to know y'all opinion, you know what I'm saying? There's definitely pros and cons. I like it and I don't, but it's the change in this here and it's 2020 and we just got to embrace everything that's coming our way. So I want to know how y'all feel, man. 82 seconds with Cuddy. I wanted to make sure I talked about that. Kids, if you are in school and you are in school virtually, let me know how you like it. Is it is it something that you would want to do for the rest of your school years? Or is it just something that you just want to try this year and then you're ready to go back to school? Let me know. 
Um, wherever you're listening to this at, again, I just want to thank you. You have made it all the way to episode 10. And with that, I mean, I'm grateful. I can't even believe you're 27 minutes in right now listening to me. That I'm even grateful for. The fact that you made it to episode 10, that's just a cherry on top. Uh, 82 seconds with Cuddy, uh, giving you guys all of the updates. WeOnJerseyWatch.com. Make sure you check that out. Jersey Watch blog, Cuddy TV. Uh, Cuddy TV revamp will be coming in 2020. We will have all new content, all new interviews, and all new people on Cuddy TV. Make sure you look out for that. And then, of course, 82 seconds with Cuddy. The season is ending. The season, uh, what is it? Season finale is in December. So we're still a couple of months away, but we're creeping up on that one. So I thank all of you guys for listening to season one. Season two is only going to be bigger and better. Hopefully we can get inside of a real studio, right? That'd be great. The coronavirus has definitely shut down a couple of the major studios. That's been a problem. But um, I definitely can't wait for season two and to talk more and more with you guys. So I hope you guys keep on listening. 82 Seconds with Cuddy, the podcast. I thank you all. For tapping in now, the only thing I need you to do is make sure you tell a friend. 82 seconds with Cuddy, man, and I'm gone.